Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, go fuck yourself if you think any differently. Welcome to War of the Bay. My name is Kyle. My name is Nick. And that title has nothing to do, or that that theme song had nothing to do with uh, anything that we're going to talk about on this podcast. So just, you know, it's just a good song. I like it. I think you're a liar. I like the song. I think it's a great song. I think you're a bold-faced liar. All right, I mean, let's get right out of the gate. Where do we start? I I think we should start at the beginning, right? Yep. Stan Coast is out for the rest of the season. We haven't talked about that yet. Uh, I know he's he's a done fucking blood clot. Yeah, a blood clot. Which I hear. Okay, so this is this is the strange thing about this blood clot. So it's happened to us twice this year, and it's I think uh, with with uh, Vasilevsky's it was was it generally the same uh, area? Was it like the, no the upper? Because it, it could easily have been in his leg and then just as dangerous. The the for, well, from what I hear is that it's it's in his it's like around the collarbone area. Or like you know, up upper body, which is the same thing I believe that happened to Vasilevsky's. And so, from what I'm hearing, is like this is a this is an injury that's like common for like volleyball players. It's common for basketball players. People that like have to have their hands over their head a lot. You know what I mean? So it just He's doing Stamkos. Yeah, it makes me wonder what is he doing. Give me your stick down. Like is it, is it something with his workouts? Is he doing a lot of lat pull downs? Is he doing like a like what's going on? I I, I don't know. I I think 
Is he blo- is it like the block shots? Is it the high slap shots where you know he's 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 No, I think I think you might be onto something with his training though, because that move isn't really prevalent in hockey. You know, that that motion. No, no, I think so. Like you put your when you have when you're when you're reeling up for a slap shot, you have both hands above your shoulders. Like on on the backswing of that slap shot, that's two hands above your shoulders. Think about that. That's- do the do the motion like seriously like right now I'm doing it like when you're when you're coming back for a slap shot you at least have two hands at shoulder level or above okay right? hold on hold on all right so it, oh. <laughs> Nick literally did a slap shot right there but yeah hold on uh, all right no don't, that didn't work now I feel like I'm doing the dab I'm not, I'm doing the I'm doing the, sl- the slap shot at home I'm doing the dab. But yeah, when you're yeah. on the backside, right. that's not enough to get a blood clot. But you're still he he. How many shots a game does Stamkos take? I mean, he's he's got to take a fucking ton. Well, I I I think that that I if I had to guess, that's just. But I'm just guessing. If I had to guess, I'm I'm guessing that's probably why. You know, because he's 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 taking those slap shots. He's reeling back and. Poof, you know. Yeah, it could. But the thing is, is people are genetically predisposed to these things. That's and, true too. You know. Maybe yeah. something in his, you know, workout routine or in his diet. You got to think it's maybe it's just a, a random freak thing. Stop! You know, this happens to a lot of people. Stop with the lat pull downs, man. I know ladies love big lats, but you know you don't need to, you don't need to be out there fucking pulling down two hundred pounds on the lat pull down machine. You know, it's who you know, big shoulders, whatever. Do some fucking rows, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do a couple of fucking uh, fucking rows and shit. You know, you don't have to put your uh, hands above your head or anything like that. So, would would you think it's fair to say that with Stamkos going down and under the knife? By the way, successful surgery from what the report is that he had it removed successfully and is Su- on his way to at at Tampa General, which I was surprised yeah. at. I'm surprised. Like it's usually it's like, hey, Doctor James Andrews, <laughs> successful surgery. Okay, so Stan or uh, not Stamkos, but Anthony's gonna Anthony's dropping science on us on the fucking Mickler chat. So I'm gonna read it here. Do 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 do. This just in. <laughs> the vein rides over the rib, and when the arm moves, it keeps getting rubbed, and this constant rubbing causes injury to the veins. I don't know. I don't know where this uh, this article is, Anthony. If you can give me the savoir, the, the person. Well, the person who the person who did the article because it's it's not it's it's a quote. Oh yeah, I thought maybe it was like his doctor or something. Yeah. Uh, the cardiologist added that Stamkos is, oh, it is lucky. There you go. He's lucky physicians caught this just in time. Uh, it's from WFLA. Looks like a like you know their story. A local. So cardiologists weighed in on it. Um, interesting. Okay, so it's when the when the arm moves, it keeps getting rubbed, and this constant rubbing causes injury to the vein. So like, but it, he doesn't so like he doesn't specify like how the arm is moving or like what like what particular motion is causing that injury you know what i mean i said that's that's interesting they, they, they removed, removed the a, rib holy shit i didn't know that oh that's probably why the i was about to say wait a second what, what part of this surgery is hmm. they removed stamkos huh. has one rib m- removed so huh. theoretically he could suck his own dick <laughs> all right marilyn manson <laughs> i mean as you know as a man i've uh, we've all We've all tried. I mean, come on. You're not a man if you haven't tried to suck your own dick. So, 
<sighs> Maybe Stamkos got this injury by sucking his or trying. Okay, I'm sorry. No, we're not going down this road. I apologize. Blood clot. Ugh, I, poor guys. Like, I apologize. No, this that was <laughs> that was uncouth, as they say. Um, but so, is it fair to say that we've been bitten hard by the injury bug this year? Oh yeah, that happens. I mean, it happens because now we're <laughs> we're dealing with not only Strawman having his broken leg and being out. But now we've got the likes of Callahan and, and now Hedman out. Here's here's one of the inevitable things about being a sports fan that I've sort of realized now. I'm turning, I'm almost 30, and, I, and I've sort of realized this over my years of just supporting sports teams is that. Tampa Bay. <laughs> but just teams in general, sport, supporting Tampa teams. But, I mean, this happens to every team, and it's inevitable that you will always like just like death and taxes you're always going to have that season where everything goes wrong and you always you get you get you get plagued by the injury bug and you lose these stupid last second inches plays and and the everything just seems to go wrong for you uh, you know uh and and there's always going to be those seasons where you're just you're constantly injured everybody's injured um you know the 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 Rays come to mind when Longoria used to be. At, uh, I think uh, two thousand what was it, uh, eleven or twelve when Longoria had long stints on the DL, followed yeah, by all the. We, he was going to be the cornerstone for the whole season, right? And yeah, so, so it, it's it's something that happens, and I'm not going to sit here like an asshole and say, "Hey, I called it," but I, you know, I just say I just didn't think that this was our year from from. You know, kind of the beginning, not the beginning, but like when when, when we started losing big chunks of games, it, it just didn't feel right to me. You know, it feels right to you when when you when you know your team is good, you know it's good. Honestly, and I hate to keep harkening back to this, but the Bucks, you knew the Bucks were really good when we won the Super Bowl. I told my dad, I told my dad game two, I said, "Worst, this is, looks like a Super Bowl team," and um, we won <laughs> no, the Super Bowl. So, no offense, but have you ever said that? To him or anybody else, and been completely dead wrong. No, no, I, I. That's the only time I've ever said something akin to that. I think last last year, I think uh, with the Lightning, I said th- that this looked like a Stanley Cup caliber team. Uh, but I mean, you felt something special last year, didn't you? Wasn't there wasn't there a special feeling that came with last year? I, I will say Every there game. was a special feeling at the t- towards the end of the regular season. I saw that twinkle and thought, oh shit, weird. We're dangerous. I don't know. Something about the whole season last year with the Lightning, just it felt special. It felt like a special season. And sure enough, we went to the Stanley Cup Finals, and I, I, that's not winning. That's not no, winning the, the at all. But it like, just, it just, it felt from from almost game one, it felt special. And then this year, I didn't, I didn't feel that. That's not to say that we weren't, we didn't have the the same team that we did last year. I think we had a better team than we did last year, but. It just didn't work for us, and there, there was just like a, I just didn't feel it this year for some reason. And I'm saying I'm, I'm not fucking Nostradamus over here, but it, you know, you no, I but I, I you know I your team, you know it's, your team. It's definitely a, uh, you know, when you get into those uh, games where it was two to two, in the going in late in the third, instead of last like last year, you were like, oh shit, we're gonna 
blow them out. No, 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 not this year. We're like, uh, let's just can, let's, can we please win this, please? Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I feel my f- I found myself bargaining this year rather than being assured. Yeah, last year you're looking two, three games ahead. This year you're like, ah, oh, fuck! I really hope we can beat yeah, the Devils. Get, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> and we're gonna get by these non-playoff teams. Like, yeah, oh, God. God, can we hit these? I mean, we should beat the Rangers, but Jesus, I don't know who. I hope. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's it's like that and. I know we're we're going to talk about this later, but I, I'm just going to bring it up and kind of not bury the lead. But like with the Rays, like okay, so like the Rays this season, I I don't have I don't have a certain feeling yet. I mean, it's of course there's we've split, but you know it's it, it's certainly possible that it it all depends on how you kind of play early on, and then you kind of it, you build off that momentum. And I think that's I think there's something to that. There's something to like those feelings when your team is building off momentum and winning games in a row. Well, I definitely agree with you. I think there's momentum plays a big part in this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to sit here and say it's juju and that like I fucking predicted the future. It's just that like you you look at the way. But you, I called. It. Well, no, you know how your team plays. Like you know better than anybody how your team plays. You've never seen them play like this before, and you have. Sure. And then and then they all of a sudden here they start winning games and you have confidence in them like you've never had. So. I just knew that I knew that Super Bowl year. I knew like this is like this is a Super Bowl caliber team. And then it got to the point where we played the Eagles, and I said, "Hey, if we win, if the Bucks win this game, uh, I don't know who stops us. I really don't know who stops us." And they lost, and I cried. I literally, I I literally went home and I cried into my bed, and I like I couldn't believe that the Eagles beat us. I fucking hated that image of <laughs> of Donovan McNabb throwing the touchdown pass to uh, that little short ass wide receiver. I can't, I can't remember his name, but he, you know that they're, they're, they're Avery, little, not Avery, but uh, um, oh, they had a bunch of jabronis at wide receiver. But I'll never forget that. I fucking cried, and then all of a sudden we were playing Green Bay. So like that Monday night game against Green Bay, and I'm like, okay, well this is this is the test then. Like if we can beat the Green Bay Packers. On Monday Night Football, Brett Favre, uh, Mike uh, and Mike Sherman, and and the, you know that was the Packers were the shit. And I knew if we could beat them, then we really had a shot at, at doing something special this year. We fucking beat them. We beat them. <laughs> it was because we never beat the, We never used to beat the Packers. We never. No. The Packers owned no. us, and they still so, pretty much own us. But fucking that that few years, man. So special, <laughs> but those the thing is, is we had the defense to rely on. We had a we had a, a solid hook to hang our hat on. Yeah, not really get. I mean, yeah, what, I don't get that this year. What out faucet of the, of the Lightning's game can you hang your hat on? The goaltending. Yeah, that's it. But that's a big fucking hook. Yeah, and it's a, and it's an uneasy hook as we've seen in the last couple of years because Bishop Bishop, no fault of his own, but it just happens. He gets you know he's gotten injured. And it's just it's he's a big man. That's a lot to move. Yeah, it's shaky. A lot of the mechanics, just like Jeff Neiman, old Jeff Neiman. All yeah. those, all those mechanics, all that yeah, shit. There's something there's, more to go wrong. Yeah, something more to go wrong. It's like when you get a fancy car. Yeah, it's just more shit that exactly. Can break. Like this is nice, but that oil change is gonna be a bitch. Yeah. So, Stamkos goes down, and you know we obviously we we knew that we're we're a playoff caliber team, so we've made the oh, playoffs, easily. and. uh you know, I see a lot of people that are like, oh, fuck, you know, like, we're not going to do shit in the playoffs, myself among them. But still, the playoffs are, I, as a Bucks fan, I would I would suck 20 bleeding dicks <laughs> in an alleyway. To, say, like, 
all perspective, all perspective, because I think I think even a Rays fan right now, if you offered them the second round of the playoffs, the, okay, yeah, oh, just just to just make it and we uh, get knocked out, eh, I'll take it. Fuck it, I'll get to watch some playoff baseball. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, it's a, it's a special feeling, and it's sort of lost on on Lightning fans right now because they're a little spoiled. Like they made it the last couple of years, they've made it the last three years, and now they're like, ah, we you know we need something more. Uh, Anthony brings up a good point though. Playoffs. Playoffs are good. They are. But we're not some rag team on the rise. We were the Eastern Conference champions last year. It's kind of expected with this roster. Right. But if you look at if you look at hockey, it's very hard to go back to the Stanley Cup. And it's even harder to win it twice in a row. I mean, there's not a whole lot of players in the modern or not a whole lot of teams in the modern era that have done it. You know, not a whole lot of teams even had chances. The Montreal Canadiens went back, you know, back when they were were fucking seven teams and they were just destroying. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, in this day and age, it's very very hard to do it. So you you got to like look at the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks. Well, it's hard to do in any sport because look at the the talent. All the talent changes every year. Right, and you get you get lucky, you get unlucky. There's injuries. There's so many variables of, of depth. Yeah, injury streaks and and hot streaks and everything, and you just. You know, I feel like a lot of last year's success in the playoffs came from secondary scoring. And going into the playoffs, that was the biggest worry last year. Right. And so th- this year, it's just it's primary scoring. It's like, how the so fuck are we going to score? you know what needs to happen for us to win the Stanley Cup? Because, I mean, everybody admits it's, gonna, it's harder and harder to see us be in there now that Stamkos is down. But it's if that play uh, or is that power play comes to life. If we can get the power play started, we are a fucking dangerous team. But it's like we we haven't shown that we can ever get it started. But we it's it's funny you should say like okay last year it was like the secondary scoring or it was like the the third line scoring you know we we knew we knew the Stamkos line could score we knew the triplets could score uh, we even knew that fucking. Uh, uh, Paquette, uh, yeah, and and JT Brown could bang out a goal, but like, what was what about the third or about the fourth line or something? It, it's it was the secondary scoring, but this year we we have, or at least not this year, but I'd say as of late, now that Stamkos is down, we're kind of wondering, well, where's the primary scoring because the the triplets have been broken up, our power they play units as as, is as bad as ever. Yep. Yeah. So where's the scoring? Where where are the points going to come from? Says the front office. I mean, when you got when you got stammered down, where are we going to get the points from? Well, let's let's look at the Syracuse Crunch. Oh, I was about to there's say, a guy down the- there who <laughs> scored nine goals in the last nine games. Well, what's his name? His name's Jonathan Druin. Ah, fuck. Let's <laughs> ah, bring him up. Bring up Druin. You know that there was a point in time where Steve Eiserman's in his office like, no, I don't want to. Some PR guys like Steve, you you have no other choice. I, he, he literally had no other choice. I made a tweet today and been like, uh, I, I think, what did I say? It's like just, you know, just like every player's dream to get fucking emergency called up after your star player goes down or something like that. It's uh, yeah, you, you, you really earned the spot, kid. Fucking <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it's uh, I I like that he's back on the team. Sorry, I, I think it's I, I think I don't know that yeah. there's a lot of Lightning fans that don't like that. It's like, hey, let's let's re- let's let's try to repair this relationship. Also, let's get a word of the bay update. It's a tie game, one one. <laughs> Brother, 
Well, that's a, that, those are that's more injuries you need to go into because you know you got you have Strawman that's out. I think we talked about that, and then you have yep. Ed, Headman that's also out from a fucking uh, a dirty a dirty fucking hit. Yeah, uh, me as a Lightning fan saying that, but obviously the, the NHL I would say dirty, dirty. Well, but the that NHL was a, they was a cheap hit. They didn't review it, so I guess they didn't they didn't think it was yeah. a dirty hit. So, but it's, he, but his I'll say this much: I don't think his injuries are too, too severe because he's being listed day-to-day with a non-specific yeah, I guess body injury. What I'm hearing is that <clears throat> Hedman could return Saturday, and then w- what we have, Callahan, who also got uh, a low, I guess kind of a low blow, he's out. He's pretty much out until the playoffs. I, I second Anthony's sentiments. Fuck the Islanders. Yeah, fuck the Islanders. That was that That's, was a fuck. That was uh I, That's I that angry ass kid that knows you have better toys than him, so he tries to break yours. That was disgusting, man. I mean, I don't, I, I don't understand how they like the NFL, the uh, NFL, NHL doesn't take a look at that. I don't understand how the NFL doesn't take a look at it either. Hockey is just a really entertaining sport. It's uh, it's frustrating to say the least. As a Lightning fan, this season has been very frustrating, but. But what been we've made the playoffs years ago. We've made the like, playoffs. Would this just be like, oh, lightning. But now that we have expectations. Yeah. 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 It's. We're, we're, we're spoiled fans, but it, like like Anthony said, like when you. At a certain point, making it to the playoffs every year is not good enough. You, you got to be able to fuck coaches. Coaches get fired by being stagnant winners yeah. or partial winners. Yeah. Yeah. Look at. Uh, I mean, you can name you can name a bunch of examples. The first the first name that came to mind was Marvin Lewis, but I was like, "Fuck, no, that's not that's not right." <laughs> but it's uh, I don't know. I I I don't know where the offense is going to come from in the, in this playoff series. I don't know where the defense is going to come from. I know where the goaltending is going to come well, from. We're going to rely heavily on Philpola. I mean, God, hope. Hope Callahan can come back because well, the, he's going to be a key cog. Yeah, the triplets are back, and now they're, that, that's our first line right now. Yep. You know, it's funny. We always made that comment. Well, the triplets would have been the pr- first line on a lot of teams in the NHL. Yeah, guess what? Now one of us is being, being ours. I mean, if you said that, if you said, okay, well, Stamkos is leaving, what would you do? Reunite the triplets and call up Druin. <laughs> that's what you'd fucking do. And here we have, we have Stamkos who's out. So what do you do? You reunite the triplets and you fucking call up Druin. So now Druin's playing on the same line with uh, with uh, Nemetsikov and Kalorn, which I, I think that's that's I'd like to, I'd see how that goes. I mean tonight we're we're okay, so far Druin tied. Druin might be an asshole, but he is a playmaker. Yeah, uh, that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting line. I, I like that. And then Philpola, poor Philpola is down in the third line. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll play with JT Brown and Cedric Paquette. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. Phil pulls a third like every line. Every time dude. that like Cedric Paquette gets to the stadium, he gets surprised that they gave him his own sticks with his name on it. Was it me, <laughs> Cedric Paquette? Okay, all right, I'll do it. Uh, but like even no even more talks about that guy ever. Even more fucking just like cringeworthy or just I don't know, not cringeworthy, but like how far we've fallen is the defensive pairing when you have Garrison, Schuster, Nesterov, Carl. And then the guy who we just who we got from New Jersey, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Tamina, Ta- Matt Tamina, Tomina. Anthony to the rescue. And then Braden Coburn. Good old Braden. Good old Braden Coburn. Hey, Fifty-five. Hey, defense. Hey, man. how does that that how does that signing look now for depth? Huh? 
Huh, everybody? Who said Braden Coburn was not an integral signing? Oh, shit. Nick fucking dropping bombs on Yeah. Fuck, now that, uh, that, now that uh, Strawman and Headman are down. You, you know what, Anthony? Your decor's awful. Yeah, it is pretty awful. I know it'd still be here, but now he's here forever and longer. Brian, Brian so, Boyle, Deuce, uh, I mean, uh, Victor. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just have a feeling that Matt Carl's going to ruin my playoffs. Dude, I, I, we're one and done this year. I'm sorry. We just are. I, no, no, we are not. Yeah, we are. Nope. For sure. For sure. So... <laughs> I don't know. The only the only way that we become we go deep into the playoffs is if suddenly Jordan's potential is realized and he fucking goes ham. Hedman comes back in time for the playoffs and plays well. Uh, Vasilevsky and Bishop stand on their fucking head every night, and then Tyler Johnson somehow comes out of this fucking second or this fucking funk. What the fuck, man? Yeah. That's the only way. That's so. That's a lot of things. Guy. He should be the Superman that rises to the occasion, and he's right. just kind of being a background singer right that's now. That's what he looked like last year. He looked like ah, fuck head or fuck Stamkos on his contract here. We got Johnson, we got Drew, and we're fine without you, motherfucker. Yeah. And now we've got Kucherov because Kucherov is yeah, the, you know, kicking the barn doors off. But <laughs> I don't know. Tyler Johnson's just regressed. Maybe maybe he's like BJ Upton in the playoffs, and he just only does good when he's. I don't know. That's what that's what we need to happen. Tyler Johnson needs to, to return to, to his playoff form last year. Yep. Jonathan Druin needs to at least realize some of his potential. And Victor Hedman, uh, Ben Bishop, and Vasilevsky need to play out of their fucking mind. And you know what? I hate for to say us this, have a man, chance. I don't want to see Vasilevsky anymore. I don't know. I think you're gonna you're gonna have to. You're gonna. <laughs> I mean, in this playoff I series, I still I still stand behind the playoffs are not a time where you give goalies breaks. I don't know if it's, it's been it's set in stone though. I don't know if it's been set in stone yet, Nick. But it's either it's either going to be uh, the the Bruins or it's going to be Bruins or Detroit or Detroit. So those are two teams you do not want to see first. I mean, that's <laughs> to that's, tell you the truth. I would much rather see the, um, the Red Wings. either of those teams than yeah. m- most of the rest. I think we have a, a clearer shot to the Yeah, see? You ride Bishop into the sunset. You ride Bishop like a dirty horse. Like a fucking <laughs> like you ride Bishop like uh <sighs> Tom Brady gets ridden by Bill Belichick. No. Yes. You you ride Bishop inflated balls. That's how you ride it. No, you, you fucking ride Ben Bishop like Jeff Bridges in fucking uh true grit. Where you, he's like stabbing the horse at the end, like go, go, like <laughs> <laughs> that's how you ride, Bishop. You give me <laughs> everything, <laughs> and then and then you crawl your way to the fucking finals, even after Bishop is like, like that's pretty much what we did last year too. I was just about to say, and then Vasilevsky came in and and he did really well that game, but. We yeah. just helped. We have them no percent. Drone would need to literally be. But wouldn't be that'd be fucked up if Drone just like suddenly realized his all star potential became Patrick, a god, fuck. and we're like, "Fuck, Stamkos, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, <laughs> just, go to Maple Leaf, bitch." I don't care. 
Like we'll keep we'll keep this team intact, and uh, Drew will be the fucking the, the star. So I I guess that's the question is is if what if he does? Hey, you know what Jonathan Drew not gonna do? Fucking bitch about time at center. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be a fucking wing like a gentleman, and then lead us to the goddamn finals. Okay. Oh man, I still think I think that. That bridge is is pretty much charred for him and Steve Eisman right now. I I, I would hope not. I, I but think it, the only thing holding it together is the is the sheer hope that he can put enough good games together on tape to get a good offer next season. Yeah, he seems like he does seem like quite the asshole, doesn't he? Uh, Steve I, yeah. Steve Eisman and Jonathan Druin. Well, I. I think it's just an ego check here, and the fact that Steve Eisenman holds a higher position is the only reason that it's gone this way rather than the other way. <laughs> it's true. You're right. I, I can't say that you're wrong. It's, um, I don't know. If if that, I, I just hope that relationship can be salvaged, and especially now that it's like, hey, Drew, check it out. You get all the playoff fucking time that you want right now. <laughs> like, it's your, it's his, it's his playoffs to, uh, to shine. This is his moment, really. This is a moment to show like the entire league what he has and to really say fuck you to the lightning. And and if he does well, yeah, you know just, what? go ahead and say fuck you to the lightning while giving us a Stanley Cup. Do it. This is I, I want you to. I, I, I can think of no better shot than right now. I mean, he, we both both sides have like tail between their oh shit, we done fucking went ahead, Cedric Paquette done scored and uh That's how time delayed it is because I'm I'm still looking at a one one score right now. Yeah. Yeah, Damn, dude. Oh, be, to be a pirate. Yeah, her. Uh, excuse you to uh, stream the game. No, legally. I'm a Buccaneer fan. To stream, yeah, to pirate. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. What a what a what a fucking what a strange year it's been for the Lightning. It has been a peculiar year indeed. Yeah, and it, it and it can only get weirder weirder the deeper we get into the playoffs. So. Oh, it's yeah. I'm still gonna root for him. I'll still be there. I mean, I think we. Oh, good, Kyle. I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was on the verge of giving him up. It's gonna. Yeah, I was gonna switch over. No, I'm gonna switch to the fucking Rangers and go back to supporting all my New York teams. Wow, you were given a chance to pick a new team, and you don't pick the team, the clear President's Trophy winning team. No, it takes balls. I'm calling out one person in particular who probably doesn't listen to the podcast, but still, I like to give this person shit. (laughs) <laughs> going back to my new york teams fuck you anyways it's uh we'll see we'll see what happens i i, I certainly hope jonathan druid can lead us back to some kind of he's the he could be the messiah what if what well, if he just fucking leads us to, to the promised land i was about to say first and foremost he's still he's on this team currently helping this team win right now for all you fans out there cursing him you shut the fuck up he's Gin, he's on the team right now getting us points. But he's a crybaby. Oh. I don't care. Warren Sapp was a complete asshole. Exactly. He was a sh- shred of a human being. Okay, yeah. But he got after the quarterback really fucking quick. Yeah, Jameis Winston is an alleged rapist, but hey, he throws the ball really well. Yeah, <laughs> sure he sure does scramble for that first down against the Falcons. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, guys... So, oh wait, okay, so this is what you do when when you wait after for the game for this autograph. Don't get his; that'll show him. Yeah, 
Yeah, if you don't, you don't have to like the guy if he plays for your team. I don't like Jameis Winston, but he plays for my team. Yeah, so you don't have to like him. You like the you like the you like the logo on the front of the jersey. You don't have to like the name on the back of the jersey. That's what I've learned. <laughs> yeah, like it's just a it's to a point where what makes you think your shit don't stink. But look, if you, if you don't like drones, you're being silly. You really are being silly. I'm I'm sorry. I think I think it's yeah. Was he a crybaby? Hey, sure. I just watched my cat score. Kid want the kid wanted to be a fucking hockey player in the in the NHL. You you mean to tell me if you weren't if you weren't called the best ever oh. your, your entire way up to the NHL that you wouldn't want to? You don't think you should be a part? He's a competitor. He wants to be a part from, of the playoff roster. The fifth grade, that kid was told he's he solid gold talent. Yeah, you're special. You just your body moves in a certain way that that just says to us that you are going to be very special. And so he's like, yeah, I'm I'm awesome. And all of a sudden, the lightning was like, hey, you're <laughs> yeah, not you're I'm not awesome. that awesome, asshole. Go back to fucking Syracuse. And he's like, mm, trade me. And then Eisenman's like, no. And his agent's like, please. Anybody else notice that I called Cedric Paquette for nobody talking about him and he scores a goal? Cedric Paquette. Lightning goals! Cedric Paquette. Okay, let's take a let's take a quick break. What do you say? I'm done with yep. the lightning. I'm not done with them. I mean, we have a lot more hockey to talk as long as the, the team is still active. So, But for now, I think I've, I've said my piece. How about you? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm quite happy. All right, let's reset for a moment and then uh, – I think I think there's something else going on in the area, isn't there? One thing. We'll find. We'll find. Maybe. S- yeah. I don't know. Kind of a dead week as far as sports. We'll, we'll find. <laughs> we got some- nothing going on. <laughs> we'll find something to talk about. <coughs> yeah, man. Sports. Will we get done talking about the one active team. Yeah. Oh, there's two active teams. No, the one active team. You know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The one wait, team. Wh- wait, wh- did you hear that there was another team? playing soon there were uh i saw some shit on bay news nine i guess wow like like, uh the rowdies are legit actually no like not not talking shit the rowdies did actually start i think oh ah fairly recently i'm not no i'm not being an asshole but like yeah the, the rowdies did start fairly recently so like good on them like i really i really hope the rowdies continue to to grow as a oh yeah yeah, organization. yeah, yeah. That, that's only good for the uh go socks what socks go green socks right green socks green socks something like that dirty green socks that dirty i know i know a guy who's a uh, his name's patrick he's a big rowdy's fan and so I, I i've still i've been to one game and that was with brett and that was uh, podcast listeners you don't know who brett is but brett's a, a friend of nick and i and uh, um it was the it was like after a Rays game, we went yes. to a Rays game, and then I was like, we're, we we Brett and I we went down to the avenue, had burgers, drank more, and we're like, fuck it, let's go to a Rowdy's game. So like we went to a Rowdy's game, me Brett and Brent, like <laughs> doing chants, <laughs> doing the chants like, uh, that classic. All the Tampa boys making all the fucking noise because they can't beat the Tampa Rowdies, Rowdies, something like that. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, hopefully they do continue their winning ways. I hope so. But there, there legit is a uh, a major uh, sports franchise that has been uh, 
um, active as of late. And Nick, I think we w- we would be remiss if we didn't talk about these guys, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's tradition at this yeah. point, right? Well, as much of a tradition as this show could have. Okay. So I think it's time for the first time this season to ask the very suck. We had to bury the lead a little bit, but fuck, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped that baseball's back. <laughs> oh, I love it. I went to I went to three fucking games this this uh this week. Wow. And I'm impressed, man. Well, that it just it just so happens like if like my normal my normal game package would have been uh Monday and Tuesday. But uh, a fr- my friend Dave, who I, who I sit with all the time, he's a friend from oh, work. Good old Dave. Good old Dave. You know, have you ever met Dave? I think you. I have him. met Dave. Yeah, he he said, "Hey, I got I got tickets for opening day, and this was the one time because it was on a Sunday where I'm like, yeah, I'm going like, because it's on a Sunday, and fuck yeah." So I knew Dave before you knew Dave. Did you? Um, oh no 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 different Dave Nick different Dave. Oh, There's okay, two yeah mind. yeah two different Daves. I know who I know who you're talking about, and that guy's a great guy. Yeah, but he doesn't but, like baseball. Oh, he do, he loves baseball. He's actually who got me into the Rays initially. Uh, but the, this is a different day for who I worked with for for a good a few years. Okay, we've clearly established I have no idea who you're we, talking. About. There's two Daves, and clearly they're, they're all they're, they're completely different. Okay, they're relevant. But yeah, it's it's completely relevant to the story because we're talking about the the Rays. But so I had a, I I went to opening day and. Uh, um, Nick, you did as well. I, I did, and it was a it was a uh, I, you didn't get to experience the 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 pre opening day. I, I did not celebrations. Sadly, I sadly missed the uh, Nick. The I saw tailgating, I, and I, I I love tailgating. I know. I saw you for I saw you for all Blip. of two seconds, and you looked just not happy <laughs> because like I understandably you just got off of work you had to park in the fucking mess that was st pete on opening day and parking got went up apparently oh my god we my where i live there's a parking lot in front of where i live and we looked out the window and it was 20 bucks and we're like 20 fucking bucks like it's usually 10 yeah like, unbelievable yep. so yeah I, I fucking hats off to you man for for toughing that out because i certainly would not have I like I fucking I'm watching Dwayne Stats and Brian Anderson. Same thing. I would have got I wanted to, but you know what? It's opening day. Gotta yeah. go. Wife's there, so I had no idea your wife was gonna be there. We were actually we were uh, biking down the road to Green Bench, and here comes Jesse like waving her arms like out in the middle of the road. We're like, oh shit, there's fucking Jesse. Let's go hang out with her for a bit. And she <laughs> had a ticket to get my girlfriend into the to the game, so uh it all worked out perfectly. Like an op- yes. opening day yeah. magic is what I call that. That that was a uh, it, it was just a weird series of events too. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I I Nick Nick obviously did not have the best of opening days, which understandably I, so. I didn't. I, the only reason okay, I'll say this much: the only reason it wasn't a good opening day for me was that a I had to work it, so I didn't get the tailgate, and b we lost. Other and b we that, lost. Why, yeah. When I was there, it was lovely. Look, if it was if it was me in your shoes, I would have had the exact same experience. So I can't blame you a, a, a tiny bit. So yeah, just, it was frustrating because we looked not good for most of that game. <laughs> 
Like, oh, brother. He I'll struck out a lot of people. What was the final count? 16? Uh, uh, for uh, Strowman, I'm not. Let me no. see. No, Strowman. Yeah, for opening day. Ah. For, for Marcus Strowman. I'm not sure how many strikeouts he had. He had. He had five. Strowman had five strikeouts. He ended the day uh, with uh, eight innings pitched. He almost. He almost went. He he, he went what? Um, he went not eight and a a third, was it? He was brought out early in the ninth because we 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 got yeah. guys on base. Yeah. Um, oh shit! Is this Carlos? No way. Hold on. Who's in the mixer chat right now? It uh, looks to be Carlos. Carlos, holy shit! It's Carlos. God damn! Fuck yeah, man. So Carlos, who I knew, who I knew early on in his career as at Cormit, is has now joined us in the chat. Fuck yeah, man! This guy's my. He's we gotta get him on the podcast. He's one of my favorite guys on Twitter because he's just. I don't know. He's great. He's he's That's a fucking, great. He's a great Rays fan. God damn, Carlos! I'm so glad you're here. Well, since it is race season or it is baseball season, it's quite fitting. We need to have him on. Stroman, he he worked eight and a third, six hits. Uh, right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one home run. He his ERA that day was three point three eight, and he was ridiculous, ridiculous that day. But al- yep. always, always when I watch the Rays, I always feel like, ah, it's not Stroman, it's us. It's our dumbass philosophy. It's our stupid fucking power-hitting philosophy, whatever this, whatever the shit is that we're doing. Yeah, whatever mojo we've got going on that week. <laughs> yeah, and this this game was like the intent of – the, the opening day felt like a continuation of last year, man. I was just about to say, and we're back. Yeah, and here we are. Ah, I felt like that was fun. Dwayne's stats in a very long commercial break from Crown Kia. Here's Longoria. He does pretty good. Here's Steven Souza. He just strikes out. Here's Dickerson. <laughs> he had a home run. Ah, there's, there's promise there. And then here's Logan Morrison, who just generally kind of sucks. And, <laughs> and that's what it felt like. like um, where's James Loney? Get Morrison out of here. If this, if this were an NFL game, we'd be like, fuck. Get, Morrison doesn't belong on the team, clearly. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Chris Archer is not who we thought he was, but... Obviously, this is baseball, and it's one game out of 162. One game, there's 161 more, so calm down. This is why we play them, gentlemen. So, yep. a shaky start, I think. <laughs> and look at that. Look at your comment. And the very, ne- the very no, two games after that, Souza goes off for what's arguably better than a cycle. Well, well I want to. I'll, I'll talk about the, that in a minute. But first, I want to talk about Chris Archer and the start that he had to the game because I. Walking into the stadium was amped up. I was like, "Fuck, opening day!" This is my fr- this is the first opening day that I've ever been to. For those that are listening, I've never been to an opening day because it usually works out that opening day is on a Monday, and I have to work. And it's it's I something I did not know that. Yeah, it's something where I never really want to request off. I'll just say, hey, "I go." I usually have the second game, so I was like, hey, "I'll go to the second game." I don't need to see, but like. For me, like, oh, this is my first opening day, and I go there, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's opening day. And I go out into the field, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's opening day. Baseball is back, and I get, I get all these butterflies. So me as a fan, I get that. I can only imagine what, what the, the players are feeling. And what Chris Archer, who we know is already a, a guy of, a, of strong emotion, is feeling. And I feel like, I feel like he, sh- he showed that early on. I mean, his – his control was just 
He was he was missing high. He was missing low. He he just he, you know the the velocity was there. I think the command was there, but he just he had no control over his pitches, man. Oh, he, he was he was rather wild. He was all over the place, and then all of a sudden Jim Hickey comes out, and I feel like all Jim Hickey was like, "Hey, man, just those strikes." He's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, what was it? He he retires the the next. He strikes out the next twelve, or not the next yeah, twelve just, batters. Goes, goes about fanning them. I think yeah. twelve out of the, oh, out this the next sixteen batters. Yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, okay, I'll just throw strikes, okay." But it's it's so crazy how Jim Mickey could come out and just say something and be like, "Hey, uh, why don't yeah. you go back to pitching instead of uh, Billy itching?" Eh? Yeah. Well, not being a dumb fan here, what I, what I've heard is that um, Archer's release point was a little uh, early in the early on in the game. I guess his release point was very obviously. Um, I don't know how to put this. Not early, but like. Early on in his his uh, delivery, where he was releasing the ball was uh, oh boy, I'm just I'm struggling through this. But his release point was bad, Words. and Jim Hickey, I think Jim Hickey kind of kind of turned him on to that and be like, hey man, you you need to kind of hang on to the ball a little bit more. And after that, Did that really help mid game. Oh sure, dude. I mean, I think think about this, Nick. Like think about when you're when you're just playing slow pitch softball. And you're 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 taking a swing, you're taking a cut at a ball, and you've been doing it this way for a long time. And someone says, "Hey, man, did you know that when you take a, a cut, that you're you're kind of not following through on the on the uh, the bat, or you're taking a step a little too soon?" You're like, "Oh, fuck, I guess I am." And then you correct it, and all of a sudden, you 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 slap one out into to center field. It's that kind of thing, you know what I mean? I guess it's like a little but, thing where, where we're like you don't you don't notice that you're doing it as, until somebody tells you, hey man, you're doing this. Doing Just be <laughs> be conscious of it, and you're like all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I'm conscious of it. Let me let me fix that. Like like uh, for example, bowling. Okay, like bowling. Like some. Okay, some, so I was about to say bowling is much more relatable because it is a tweak and it is fixed. Right. How many of us have been bowling and someone says, hey man, your 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 arm is going over to the left every time. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll just try to keep it more center. And then you do, and then you roll a strike, and all of a sudden, oh, shit, okay. A little bit of the same thing in baseball. Right. I think Jim Hickey right, was sidebar, like. Isn't that the most infuriating thing about bowling is because you get it one time, and you're like, oh, I'll just do that again, and then nope. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, Archer, he he certainly he, he turned it on uh, after that, that conversation with Jim Hickey, and he looked good. And then the bullpen also looked good. Evelyn, uh, uh, Ryan Webb, uh, he he gave up two hits. Uh, he gave up two runs, but still, I, I was think. Let's say one of them was a big one. I I still liked what I saw out of Ryan Webb uh, and Ernie Romero. Uh, I I I the bullpen who we thought was just going to be a, a a weakness was you know, they were they were fair at least in the first game. I mean, that, that's I don't know. A, I can't I, at this point in time, I cannot say anything's a weakness that Jim Hickey has his hands on. It, it was a tough game, man. I that Logan Morrison, I mean, uh -oh. I, I know everybody's <laughs> piling on Logan Morrison. Uh-oh. What's that? What's Carlos saying? Uh-oh. Drew and scores. Drew went. <laughs> Drew went. Drew. <laughs> Wait, I got to Oh no. I got to tweet. Excuse me while I tweet. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh uh, I actually uh, called this, but I called it to my buddy um, Ricky. He's a fan of the fan of the show. I'm sure he's listening right now. But I cannot believe he actually did it. I said it is a goof. Mm. 
Interesting. That's something to keep your eye on. Interesting. Well, I mean, there's something. I mean, I understand that in the AHL, it's a different breed of competition. But when you're hot, you're, you're hot, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, Carlos, he says the bullpen is incredibly underrated. And I, I thought that that was a bunch of horseshit at the beginning. But after four games, I'm like, man, maybe I maybe I really did underestimate this bullpen. It's uh, – Right, let's take let's take it a game at a time. What do you say? Let's I mean let's 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 keep with the with yeah. opening oh, absolutely. day. Yeah. So I mean that was Stroman That's what was, we established in game one. He was pitching out of his mind. Uh, our 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 lineup was just not not looking good top to bottom. Uh, I think I thought Hank Conger had a few he, he had a few good at bats. He's good against he good against righties. He got a hit. Corey Dickerson obviously he he hit the home run. Uh, Logan Forsythe I was I was. Uh, disappointed with as well as well as logan morrison uh and you know top to bottom i think it was more or less what i expected of like the likes of kevin kiermeyer steven souza jr and evan longoria so but i just i i expected more out of chris archer um i expected more out of like logan forsyth there it was just kind of a disappointing game to open up with you know what i mean it was one it's one game but you always like to win opening day so it's that's the thing is is there were people um when Jesse was coming back after getting her the first round of beers she said that somebody on the stairs was walking down and goes oh god it's two to nothing let's get out of here and <laughs> oh, she, she said to him she goes it's the first and she goes it's the first game of the year Carlos he says he he says he thinks the lineup is still shit but I think Susan's going to break out uh should DFA Lomo <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I, I let, let's let's move on to game two. Game two, another five three loss, which is very, very baseball. I would say, isn't that yep. isn't that that's a thing you'd only see in baseball? And another five to three loss. Hey, you see something new every day in baseball. We actually were getting to R. A. Dickey, and they they pulled them fairly early. Dickey, uh, he only, he what did he, what was his fucking line? Five innings, he only went. Uh, and we were we were we we're getting to him. And, you know, Smiley, again, just, just like Archer, started off shaky, gave up, gave up a, a run early, and then the Blue Jays jump out in the fourth. I hope that trend stops. Yeah. These, these early runs are really, really. I think it will. I mean, the, the Jays are really good, dude. Like, they're That's lined true. up we top to, to bottom. Like, remember, they, they, they were in the, the, the well, Second to last series. Like, show me an easy out in this lineup. You got Pilar, Donaldson, Bautista, Incarnacion, Troy Tulowitzki, Colabello, Smoke, Saunders, Goins, and, uh, well, I guess they didn't start Martin, but they started Dole. But that's top to bottom. That's a great fucking lineup, dude. So, like, the Jays are a big team. They're going to they're, they're be up there in the, the AL East, if not winning it this year. So, uh, I mean, they're... They're tough to beat. So, props to Drew. Drew Smiley at least kept us in the game. Uh, he he fought hard in the game, and you know whatever. And the bullpen again did well. Uh, I think I thought the uh, Gelt, Romero, and Farquhar they all did. They all did well. Farquhar gave up a hit, but other than that, that was it. Our bullpen gave up one hit over that game. Uh, Drew Smiley's responsible for all of those six hits, uh, five runs, five earned runs. So. 
our bullpen earned run part hurts. Our bull, but but our bullpen from the sixth inning from from the sixth inning on was lights out against the Toronto Blue Jays, which is a fucking which I just said was a huge lineup. So again, that's something that's like very surprising to me that Farquhar, Romero, and Geltz were able to do so well. Um, it, it's uh. It's promising. That's that's the one promising thing this year. I mean, I think that I think the lineup could come around. Uh, the bullpen has been very promising these these few games. So let's get to that third game, and the game that, that the game that everyone's talking about. Okay, uh, of course, uh, the Rays won that game. Yeah, uh, we did. Al, uh, Alex Colomay picking up the win. Brett Cecil picking up the loss. So that, that, that was a game that Jake Odorizzi pitched. And again, just just the, the trend of the kind of awkward starts from our pitching. And uh, the the Jays jump out, turn an early lead. Uh, we kind of we, we come back a little bit uh, in the at, uh, that, at that point in time. I don't know what was going through your head, but I was like, God, they're going to sweep us. Yeah. I was like, "This is we're fucked." I mean, that's pretty much what I was thinking. We're we're complete. And I know that's terrible because you know I just said, "Oh, it's the first game of the year." There's so many, but by game three, it's like, can we please see something different? But I mean, this this game, like, it, to me, it was like it, it was a thing where we're like, we're a power hitting raised lineup. Look at these guys; they're power hitting. We're putting up the you know we're putting it all on slugging, and then the J show you like. Okay, this is what a power hitting oh, lineup really looks. Yeah, this is what it looks like, brother. Like we're you know we're not we're not going up there and, and mashing the balls and in, into the seats every time, but we're going up there. We're getting timely hits. We're we're moving men over. We're getting guys on base, and we're fucking we're we're scoring when we need to. So timely, timely. yeah, timely shit, timely hitting. And then Logan for Logan Forsythe just fucking jacks one into the seats, and my god, man, that was a, that that's. That's uh, that was great. That his <laughs> home run was just just special to me. Special fucking home run. It was uh, it was good stuff. Because we finally led, and it was like, oh my god, okay, this is what it feels like to win again in baseball, and like we've taken the lead. And you know, this was a game of, or especially the last game. The last game was a game of some some amazing catches. Kevin Pilar had had a huge, or not uh, Kevin Pilar, but what's his name? Um, Pilar. Is it Kevin? Bautista. Pilar and uh, um, Meyer had some had some uh, huge plays the last game. Kiermaier, of course, missing the the home run ball, and and then Pilar catching the 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 uh, ball in the outfield. And that, I'm talking the last game, but I mean this game here, the uh, the third game. Okay, yeah, game number three. Yeah, the one that everybody's talking about. I mean, let's let's get into this because uh, I'm ready. It was genuinely the talk of the baseball world. My body is ready. So though for so for those that don't know, Edwin Encarnacion hits a hits a ball to third base. Evan Longoria uh feeds the ball over to uh to Brad Miller to uh start the double play. Brad Miller throws to to first, throws wide, and two runs score. Uh Kevin Cash comes out, initiates the the replay based on the new slide rule, and it's ruled a double play based on Jose Bautista's interference. So, for them air air quotes way up. There's the short story. That's the short story. The long story is, I mean, Nick. I mean, do you have a do you have a take on this? So like, what do you think? 
I, I think yet again, another professional sports or, or sports organization or governing body has subjugated its fans to another rule that's just whoever's looking at it that day, that's is, is what the ruling is going to be. Because if it was a different crew, it would have gone a different way. It would never have gotten that point. It was like, so you know how many articles I looked at that said this blank is to blame for this. Blank is like, right. should the race have challenged? Should the umps have looked? Like, what the fuck was New York looking at? And, and I mean, it, as I as I sat I just there, hate the I hate the fact that another another thing in professional sports has to go to a decision again. Look, it's just ugh. I. I am a survivor of the Bert Emanuel rule, so I never expect any sort of challenge to go the way of the home team or the way my of my team after uh, 1999 sitting in Ferg Sports Bar and waiting for the for the official to, to rule to catch. Uh, ever since that point in my life, I've never. I agree. He's he's been in this for almost two decades, and he's he's been a. <laughs> Bitter pessimist when it comes to this stuff the I, whole time. I've never expected anything from the umpires or the referees or what have you. So when they're when they're back there reviewing it, I'm like, no, no, no. It's four three. It's four three Jays, and we are losing this game. I don't Pack a, it up. I don't give a fuck what you say. That is a fucking that you know. That's we we botched a double play. That's all. That's the long and short of it. Um, you look at the replay and. You know, Bautista, he did grab on uh, Logan Morrison's or, or, or Logan Forsyth's rather uh, leg. And that's not even the new slide rule. That's that's just interference in general. I mean, you're not even allowed to do that. Even even last year, you, you, you can't grab a guy's leg. And and some are, Jay's fans would argue to me like, oh, well, you know, Logan Forsyth was in the middle of his throw. He was already making the throw at that point. It wouldn't have mattered either way. I don't know, man. He didn't have a chance to follow through on that throw. Uh, he didn't get everything he wanted on that throw. Uh, you certainly, if you're in the middle of that throw, would feel that contact on oh, your leg. As, as long as that ball is still touching your fingers, you being messed with is going to affect it. Right. So, I mean, that that in and of itself is is something. And then... It's another Kyleism. Another Ky- What, in and of itself? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, let's see. I think I, I believe I saved it. So the the, <laughs> the rule is this: Rule six point oh one a five comment rule seven point one oh nine e comment. If the batter or runner continues to advance after he has been put out, he shall not, by the act alone, be considered a confu- considered as confusing, hindering or impeding the fielder. So I'll repeat that again. If the batter or runner continues to advance after he has been put out, he shall not by any act alone be considered as a as confusing or hindering or impeding the fielders. So so I don't understand that then did they assume he did a second thing? Well, he he was already put out. I understand He's that, been called like, out. So like at, at the point where you where the umpire puts his fist up and says, "Yeah," then then that's it. You yeah. you can't slide into him, you can't You're touch him. You're a non-entity. You're a non-entity. You're no longer a part of the game at that point. And for Bautista, that was not the point. He he touched 
Logan Forsythe, and he was out. I mean, by the letter of the law, by the le- you know the absolute letter, he was out. Even However, the Rays didn't yeah. we do this with the home run rule and the interference with, with Alex Rodriguez? Yeah. Look, I, I'll say, like, for, for any Jays fans, which no, no Jays fans are listening, but I'll say, it's a shitty way to end the game. It really is. I mean, that's just... It's they, unsatisfying on both parts. Right. You don't want to end the game as, on a fucking replay, and it's dumb, and yeah, I get it. But, like, there's a lot of Jays fans who are like, they didn't earn that win. Go fuck yourself. Oh, did Logan Forsythe not hit the fucking home run over the, the, the right field exactly. wall? That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Like, your dude touched a guy. He, he violated the rules. I'm sorry. Like... Did did Chad Johnson mean to put the ball down in the end zone and and it's rolled not a catch? I'm sure he didn't, but it still happened. And the fucking and now he's retired, not ever yeah. going to be super. But the well, I forget it was like the Vikings won that game. It it happens all the time across sports. I mean, quit bitching about it. One game in April, they're like, this is an embarrassment to baseball. <laughs> I know it. You know what? This is every year. I realized. Oh, I've realized finally what professional sports and why ESPN bothers me. It's because they're turning into what CNN and Fox News and everybody that's covering the political race right now is. They're turning they're turning that into sports, and it's just the biggest hottest story right yeah. now. Yeah, it's something that people can can give hot takes on and. Oh my God! You're ruining the game of baseball. We, I mean, we're ruining the, a long time ago. Like, oh, this this is this is not how baseball was supposed to be played. Five years ago, that's you know that's fine. But like, look at football. Five years ago, John Lynch was taking motherfuckers' heads off and getting called an elite safety for it. By yeah, the way. and you can't do that anymore. Why? Because because Junior Seau kissed the 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 wrong end of a shotgun. And no, he put it to his chest. Yeah. And I and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be titillating here, but it's it's the God's honest truth. I mean, we football understood at a certain point. Hey, we're ruining these guys' lives for the rest of their lives. I mean, we 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 have a sport here that uh, guys only play until their late 30s, and then they still have the rest of their lives to live. And a lot of those guys aren't living good lives at that point. No. No, not even kind of good lives. Like so, they should be pampered, not using pampers. Right. So I think I think it's good that sports ultimately understand that hey, there's a life after sports and these guys deserve to have a good full life after that. Like there's no reason why a second a second baseman should have knees that he can no longer walk on because he's been taken out too many times by fucking guys sliding into second. It's it's the God's I, honest I truth. I cannot disagree with you. And look, Jays fans or whoever, I know it's a shitty way to end the game. And if it happened to me, I would be pissed off too. I really would. But I understand why. I'm sure, that... Toronto of the Bay's going off about how that exactly was... word word of Toronto is going off, but word of Lake Superior is going off, or what Lake Erie. But I understand why it's in place because ultimately it's there to protect God, the players. And Wait, I've got one better. Word of the A. Ooh, yeah, word of the A. Word of the, what does Drake call it? Like the seven or the six? Word of the six. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we're here. But I, I, I've said this to a lot of Jays fans over the past couple of days. It's a shitty way to end the game, yes, but I still, I still think the rules – 
The Rays are going to be on the on the wrong side of it eventually. We will be. Exactly. And you know what? Toronto and I'm going to be pissed fans, off about you it. You guys are going to win a game because of it. It's right. These things have a way of balancing themselves out. It, it they, was the first series of the year. Calm down. Especially in baseball. You have so many games in baseball. Yeah. It will. It. The Rays will be on the wrong side of it. You'll be on the right side of it, Jays fans. It, you calm the fuck down about it, okay? Yeah. Is it the best way shit to end the game? Happens. No. It happens. It fucking happens, bro. So, uh, shit did not happen the next game, the, the, the fourth game. Five to three Rays. Steven Souza Jr., plays out of his mind and <laughs> he goes fucking bonkers for the most part over the last four games you know steve souza has been showing some really good stuff i mean he he had he had a home run uh, and he he had a few hits he's been striking out and i know i i i called him anthony always reminds me i called him fuck fuck face mcstrikeout on this podcast but I can no longer, in good heart, call him that. I, I argue that might be a term of endearment. I I will I will officially retire the name, for now. You no, know he's going to give it to Logan Morrison. Uh, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe that's a yeah. Maybe it's a traveling nickname. You know, maybe it's it doesn't always stay with one one particular player. It stays, it stays with all of them. So yeah, maybe maybe Logan, Logan Morrison is deserving of it. But yeah, that is a that is a damn a game that we undoubtedly won on the back of of. Uh, Steven Souza Jr. and he was just on fire that game. What was that? What, what did he end up getting? Double, triple, homer and homer. He he had a he had a chance to hit for the cycle, but and, and then f- he decided to hit another home run. And four at bats, he had he had four at bats. He had four hits, two runs, uh, four RBIs, and that's a monster day. That is a monster fucking day. He hit it. He hit the bar the ball hard that day. I think I think his only unproductive uh, at bat was a uh, fielder's choice. I think it was something like that. So, uh, yeah, dude, say, he uh, was on fire. Okay. So, Anthony put, put posted something in the chat, and it's he has ridiculous power when he connects, and all that re- really sounds like to me is Carlos Pena. Perhaps, but if he can still hit uh, twenty to thirty home runs a year, then that's that's what you want. That's all you need. You know, it, you look at look at Corey Dickerson, uh, and if you look at the way Corey Dickerson swings, he just fucking goes up there and woo, hacks yeah. at it every time. Hit this really hard. Yeah, when, and when he misses, he misses hard. He's like boom. And the same thing with guys like Josh Donaldson. I mean, Josh Donaldson does the same exact thing. But look at him; people they're they're chanting MVP the time, every time he gets up. So. You know, you live and die by that. And if if you're on, you're on. If you can, if if you manage to hit those kind of those, those balls, and if you manage to dig those things out, then yeah, uh, then then you're a thirty to forty home run hitter. If not, then you're fuck you face strikeout. You remember when um, Evan really did start hitting for power before he started sucking? Yeah, he was a bad ball hitter. He hit a lot of balls really deep when they were out of the strike zone. He still does. I think you know I, not nearly as much as he used to. He he has a little bit. Uh, he's the face of our franchise, but he really like on 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 the on the Jays. He would be Troy Tulowitzki. You know, Jose Bautista is the face of their franchise. Edwin Encarnacion is the is the face of their franchise. Yeah, he would be like a Troy Tulowitzki. He that's what he is, and and the best that we can put up forward, the best face that we can put forward is a Troy Tulowitzki, is an Evan Longoria. I mean, that's what he is. He's he's a twenty five twenty to twenty five home run hitter guy. 
you know, he's he's going to be there, and that's just that's mm-hmm. just who he he's is. Got a man. great glove on the corner. Yeah, yeah. Does he does he suck? Yeah, maybe for like a premier player, he sucks. But I mean, he's a exactly you exactly. know he's 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 good he's good he's a really good player that got put on a team where we had no really good players so he became our great player and right. he's like uh okay on a team like the angels or the yankees or the dodgers or something he would be like the third guy but but on a team like the rays he's the face so yep. that's what it is yeah that's 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 how it is okay cool i uh I've I've exhausted. I've said my piece. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> Doing this anymore. So what do we what do we say? I mean, first week of the season. What do we think? Um, the jury for me is out. I I can't, I I can't say if they suck or don't suck. I can't either. But I'm telling you which way I'm leaning. The way I'm leaning is, Lean. I I know our rotation's better. Our lineup has imp- has not impressed me, but they're, they've they've shown some things where I'm like, hmm, okay, and then our bullpen has impressed me. So, based on that, based on the fact that we split, I think that you know, let's let's slide it towards the home team right okay. now. Good. And I thought I was going to be the only one being optimistic, but I, I think we look I think we look okay. I, I think, think we, we look right. okay to open up the season. I think we can say unequivocally, right. Or not unequivocally, but we could say at least based on what we've laid out for you, Rays don't uh, suck. Anthony, Anthony put it perfectly. Middle of the middle of the pack. Middle yeah. of the pack. So based on that, Rays don't suck. Jesus, you're goddamn it being an embarrassment to professional baseball being like that. Cool. All right, cool. It's good to have that back. We did consistency. Ah, felt, felt right. Ah, all right. Uh, folks, make sure you go to sharkdropper.com. Check out all, any and all of our podcasts. We have 10 of them there for you to enjoy. Um, <clears throat> Nick is involved in, in a lot of them. I am also involved. Our, our I got, pro- We got Pokemon. Come, top five Pokemon. Top five Pokemon coming out soon, very soon. Yeah, I think that'll be either this week or next week. So. Now y'all are laughing at me, but you know what? Fuck you. I mean, I, I want to hear it. I'm interested. I'm interested to hear what it is. Uh, we're we are going to play Alan Wake, the horror game, very soon. I'm looking so. forward to this as well. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play and review Alan Wake for the Xbox 360. Uh, you can look forward to that. Uh, and on Shark Chopper, I think this weekend I'm gonna interview a, a filmmaker. So So look forward yes, to that. We're gonna get lots more. Uh, Hosts or guests on these shows, by the way, we're gonna oh, be much. But what? legit, what? you can listen to Nick on on this week's or next week's Shark Dropper podcast. Nick will be on that podcast. So ah, yes, you can listen to Nick on that podcast. And uh, so, if you if you're a fan of him on War of the Bay, yes, you, you can think I'm funny now. Try and you can hear his dance without sports. Exactly, you'll hear his takes on Donald Trump and AIDS. So <laughs> <laughs> you can hear that. So. Thank you, of course, to Block Talk Radio for being our sponsor. And on that note, let's make some bold predictions and get out of here. So, ooh, um, Drew in is the Messiah. There's my bold prediction. I think, I think we get a shutout against the Orioles. I'm not oh. saying which game, but one of them we get a we get a shutout, and it's by a big score. It's you like think the, five the, six nothing? The pitching staff wakes up and just yep. like. Shuts everybody the fuck that, down. That's bold. I think, I think Druin uh, has at least. I think Druin continues his streak. So he's got yeah. 10, 10 games in a row with a goal. 
So uh, you think he's a goal game? I think he continues that streak by the next time we podcast. Ooh. Next time we podcast should be in the playoffs, by the way. So let's see. Let's see. That's a bold prediction. Two good ones right there. All yes. right. Cool. That has been Word of the Bay for this week. I am Kyle. I am Nick. See you next week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.